Brad, can you give me a hand with this? No. Oh, it's real heavy. It's real heavy. That's a big book. Uh, what is that? Uh, Earn it, uh, weakling. Oh, Sean, that's the errata for uh, for Pathfinder uh, Second Edition horror uh, book. Errat- what, what are you talking about? Errata. Right, they changed stuff. Yeah. For the uh, for only for clerics. Yeah. What? No, that's, you can't. For cl- that's a huge. Yeah, no, you can't cast any healing spells anymore. Well, um, uh, that's going to affect my performance. I don't. I, I don't any... see how that makes any sense. That uh, that won't. No, nah, you're pretty terrible. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I do. Uh... And basically, nothing's changed. I mean, huh? So that's all cleric errata. Because oh, I mean, yeah. I can yeah. summarize it if did, you want. Did you have that bound? Because that's that seems to be perfect binding on that book. That's I did have a bound actually. Hey, that's a no, lot it's of been errata. Spared here at the adventures. I, um, I copied it in calligraphy, and, and all of that's cleric errata. We we all knew a guy it. from the fourth ed days. You know, I I gotta be real honest with you. I, I don't feel that the uh, the cleric was that overpowered to begin with. I oh, they were. It definitely real was. broken. What? I I mean, it's yeah. just a few healing spells. Fighters don't even get spells, so I mean, that's completely. Well, I mean, because that's because they're well, fighters. They didn't used to, but they got the cleric spells now. Oh, well, they did. That's, that's where they. Went. Oh, yeah. But yeah. that's. Uh, I guess we don't really need you. You know, Sean. is that thematic though for a, a a holy warrior to not have spells and and then the cleric gets them? Well, that's I mean, what the champions for. You're just a priest. Well, yeah, but I mean, as a priest, I should be able to uh, no, so no, re- so really channel the divine power of my god in order to help. So am I a the... paladin or a fighter with spells? There's the difference, I guess. Hmm. It's really semantics at this point. Okay, yeah. well, you, cool. You, it appears that it's color-coded. Where, how much did you spend on that? that that's oh, a lot of... Just, you know... Spend? He did that all freehand. Five hundred dollars. Also, speaking with yeah. Sean, uh, hmm. since you no longer cast spells, we kind of don't need you. Uh, yeah. You could just... Uh, the door's right there. No, but I, just... I think I'm a valuable member of James, the party. The... James, come on in. <laughs> yeah, but what about the plot point about you know the whole uh, God and and you know mean? All right, maybe security, take him out. Sometimes mysteries but... aren't solved. Bye. Yeah, just, you can't just write me out here, guys. <laughs> Who is that guy? That guy's huge. Hi, I'm James. <laughs> well, that's... Okay. <laughs> well, and on that note... Time for happy tapioca. We've, we've given up here. So. Through the magic of editing, that will make sense. <laughs> First there's Clive, I then there was Sean. Uh-huh. I trust you, Rich. Um, Never forget yeah. Clive. So the errata finally uh, finally came out, the first wave of it. It's and it's and, not uh, a tome. It's only like, what, like it's, six I mean, pages? It's like, I think it's like, it's six, like six pages. Yeah, which, it's not very much. You know, for all our joking around, I have to genuinely admit that I did not read it. Is there anything I should be aware of? <laughs> oh, you didn't do any research <laughs> no, for this. No, I, I, was, I was getting deep into character. I couldn't possibly um, read the errata. As a matter of fact, there are no meaningful changes for cleric well, that I could I, see. I, I, that I, is remarkably convenient. In basically any way, just a couple of wording. <laughs> well, how, much, how much research do you need to do to say, I don't know anything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my character. <laughs> my character shtick. Hey, how about Jon Snow? They made a whole damn series about him, and he knows nothing. Yeah, there's a lot more gratuitous sex in that show, though. Well, as we, far as you know, there's a lot of gratuitous sex in my life. There's, there's really not. It's not terrible. So Cleric didn't really get anything. Uh, Alchemist, as however, usual. had one or two interesting changes. The main one that'll affect me is Battle Medicine, the... They made a balance change that I think was intended to be there in the first place. But now Battle Medicine does not remove the wounded trait. Hmm. Ooh. Which is fair. You know, if you're if you're at wounded three and I come along and I'm like, rub some dirt in the wound, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm at wounded zero, you know. Actually, that is a that's not an unreasonable change. No, it actually does affect me. I have battle medicine too. I just oh, yeah. forgot I have it most of the time. So. <laughs> Sorry about all those times you guys have gone unconscious and I could have helped you. I was the time ter- you killed that terrible busy. <laughs> yeah. What? Huh? That, I, that didn't happen. <laughs> Go back and check the tapes. Yeah, so that's changed. Uh, Mutagenist actually got a really cool new class ability, whereas a free action 
once a day, you can recall the effect of a mutagen for a minute, hmm. which really is pretty significant, you know, because, you know, there's even some mutagens that don't last a minute by default. Hmm. There's not many of them. Most of them last at least a minute. But that that kind of makes me want to try a mutagenist at some point in the future. So I like that it's called mutagenic flashback. Yeah. So you're literally having the the trip. It's in your <laughs> spinal column. <laughs> it's oh, like Jesus. a like an acid flashback. You just, just you know, grow claws and start slashing people all of a sudden. Um, happens to me all the time. So that's that. Main changes for alchemists. Uh, fighter. Uh, there was some bullshit about a ricochet archery thing. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> Fascinating. Screw those guys. If it, doesn't, yeah. if it doesn't help me slay or lay, I move on. You know, I think it's a good sign to Pathfinder in general that if you look through the errata, a lot of it is really used for what errata was meant for, not uh, balance adjustments, although there are a few of those. Most of this is just wording changes, clarifications, uh, minor details, uh, you know, that were just weren't caught in the first round of editing. So mm-hmm. th- there's really not a lot of uh, game-changing, you know, nothing anywhere near game-changing in the errata. Uh, but they did clarify a few things here and there. Uh, the animal companion one is a really good example. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have an animal companion, they now make it specific that you don't need to make the the nature check. Before yeah. that was a little ambiguous because that was required for command an animal, uh, but you sh- it seemed like it wasn't required for uh, minions. But now they just clarified that it's not. You yeah. can just automatically do it. You don't have to make a check, which I think we all knew. We all knew that was going to be the case, um, but that's just clarifications like yeah. that. Hey, yeah. uh, Gavin, what about sorcerer? Um, actually, a lot changed for me because the doubling into the monk as well, because uh, monk got multiple changes, and then a lot of the stuff that happened to change for sorcerer wasn't actually really a whole lot of like, oh, this specific thing for sorcerer's only changed. It's just that they changed wording on spells and stuff. So my letters to Paizo got through. Yeah, yeah. there, there was yeah. a number of spells that lost the attack trait. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. uh, my Chill Touch and um, Death Knell, they both lost attack traits. So they wouldn't count against like his multi-attack penalty if you were to... Oh, okay. So, like, if you were to Death Knell somebody and then punch somebody else standing next to him, uh, that punch wouldn't take the, the That's baller. Yeah. They mm-hmm. did add the attack trait to at least one or two spells. Yeah, there's a couple that gained yeah. it as well. And honestly, if you look through the list, the, the, the spells make sense. Uh, you know, when you when you look at which ones have the attack trait and which ones don't. So none of them are, I think, really far out. Like, right. ma- like magic punch or magic kick. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. I th- I, those, 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 are, those are spells, yes. Well-known okay. well yeah. spells in the Fire. long history yes. of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the two main things that changed for me um, is for toughness is um, the DC of your recovery checks is equal to nine plus your dying condition mm. rather than it is decreased. By just one, so mm. I found that a little interesting. Also, emanations, which is interesting for cleric here. Emanations include the person who is casting it, unless they specifically say that they are excluding themselves. Right. Also, mm. harm and heal, both if you also do the three action, those are emanations as well. Mm. Which is interesting for me mainly because if I ever do the uh, three action cast, I have to exclude myself or otherwise I'll damage myself. Interesting. One last change that uh, will affect most all of us. Uh, humans were supposed to have a, an extra language. So they were. common and one plus your intelligence modifier. Change that will affect every one of us. Isn't yeah. that right, Brad? Yeah. That's, uh, hmm. So I get one more language. Huh. Yeah. Well, what do you know about that? Hmm. Interesting. We all get one more language. One more language. Richard, do you mind if Wink. it's infernal? <laughs> Not at all. All right. What's the lich speak? I need that. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> what I, t- I speak orc. Oh, yeah, you do. Hmm? It, it, it comes up 
Rarely. I'd like to speak. Uh, <laughs> That's come up more than any of my languages. cultist so. that needs to die. Hmm. <laughs> there was that one orc, and I was like, yeah, I, I had relations with your mom. We shall now engage in swordplay. He's like you and many others. Yes. <laughs> no, I think you. <laughs> Which actually, one were you? Hmm. You asked him his name, and then the orc was like, oh, names have power, and aka. DM speech for, oh, I didn't come up for a name for this. I wasn't planning you to ask I, I was just trying to pull the Steve Rogers thing where it's like, I like to know a man's name before I put him in the ground. Anyway. Well, <laughs> we haven't derailed at all. So What were we talking about? So anyway, here's some bullshit to listen to, I guess. Enjoy the podcast. Wait, wait. We're, hold on. We're, we're, not, we're not done? I thought this was it. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventuresvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open... The Adventurer's Vault. All right, so here you guys are. You have entered the Ritual Chamber. Made your way all the way here with a few little speed bumps along the way. Uh, you enter into a large room. It looks ancient and man-made. Uh, the room is basically square and has three tiers of different elevations. The upper tier seems empty and unused. Uh, each tier has a height different, by the way, of 10 feet. So moving between tiers is an athletics check. Around the upper tier, there are 13 stone slabs. On each is a figure covered with a large linen embroidered with patterns similar to what you've seen etched into the ritual daggers wielded by the cultists. Uh, each figure is bound with ropes and seems unmoving. Four of the linens are drenched in blood, and a ritual dagger protrudes from uh, the body underneath. From these slabs, a stream of liquid negative energy is pouring forth into the pool below. The innermost tier is flooded with what appears to be liquid negative energy. Standing ominously on top of the pool are five dark figures. Each seem to be standing on a magical disk of solid negative energy. They are engaged in a dark ritual. Each wear a ritual dagger and a large necklace emblazoned with the same holy symbol as Father Becker. Two of the figures wear uh, religious-looking robes, with one of them wearing an elaborate headpiece. Two of the other three figures are very well-armed and armored, uh, with high-quality, uh, read magical, gear, and they seem very capable. The third figure wears no obvious armor and wears a blade or, and wears a bandolier full of daggers. All of their faces are fully visible, and you recognize none of them, save Ashirian, who recognizes the man arrayed with many daggers. Before you, you see the face of your old friend, Enthiel. Sensing your presence, uh, several negative energy spiders crawl from the pool in the middle and move to intercept. Now, off to the side here, you see the liquid negative energy seems to be splashing and writhing about. So there are waves of negative energy that are splashing up on to the sides, uh, and maybe that's going to move as things happen. Now, you do notice one other curious sight on the far side of the room. Actually, let's go ahead and make perception checks first. 
Ooh. Mm, 11. 23. 15. 28. All right. The 28 and the 23 definitely see it. And uh, so, Haytham and Asherian, I'm assuming you give your party members the nod. Uh, but on the far side of the room, you notice a curious sight. Kneeling in the shadows next to one of the stone slabs, you see a slight human figure. She is partially blocked from your view, but she appears to be cutting the bindings holding the figure to the slab. Uh, as the spiders emerge, she catches sight of you and turns her head your direction. Her red hair is obvious to all of you, uh, but Alder, you see a face that looks very familiar, a face that bears an uncanny resemblance to Jaylana Clay, the Pirate Queen. On the way there, like as we're turning the corner, mm -hmm. I double fist two potions. Okay, just, uh, just before you enter the room? Yeah. Okay. Of course, I rolled very low, so mm -hmm. I'm going to get a little bit of healing, and then I'm going to drink uh, that mutagen of the Juggernaut. Jug's gotcha, bitch. And get, what, uh, 10 temporary HP? 10 temp yeah. HP, and plus to your fort saves, and minus to your minus two to your will okay. saves. Give and perception, a, right? And a, perception, yeah. That's all right. I've seen all I need to see. Give here. me a female figure of some sort, will you? That's not a female figure. That's a troll. Sorry, I meant to grab that. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Uh, that's an ogre. Can't you tell by the gray skin and uh, the more humanoid appearance as opposed to the more monstrous appearance of a troll? That's actually You're a right. I'll tear up my character sheet. That's actually yeah. a Shirian fools. So as you can see, the uh, black D6 here represent splashes of negative energy that have come up the side. So uh, there we are. This is what you see when you enter the room. So let's go ahead and get some initiatives going here. No, it's not a great time to roll that. Guess what my initiative is? Uh, seven. Eleven, just like it's been the previous <laughs> two times. Thank you. I don't want to make people have to go through a lot of effort to change. Yeah, I'm just going to leave you where you are on the list. Very. Alder. I got a 16. Very low odds of you doing that three times in a row, by the way. Yeah. It's like one in six hundred or something. Mm -hmm. Yes. 23. Uh, how many baddies are there? Is it just the is one? There's going to be one group of baddies. Okay, what's their initiative? It is uh, 23. You, know, uh, you and Haytham will have to decide. What's your plus, Haytham? Eight. Uh, I'm plus seven, so Haytham wins. Hey! You know, it hurts me a little bit when I look at this configuration of um, figures on the table because I literally have cultist figures. I have a red-headed pirate figure. <laughs> and uh, I'm too lazy to go over and get them. These aren't cultists. These are the spiders. They look right. just like the ones you cut the, yeah. in the other room, the smaller ones. not the. Do you have spiders right over there? Oh, yeah, there are some spiders. I wondered where I put my spiders, but they're right here. My spiders? All right, so we are going to do all of this in initiative. Uh, but you have seen what you've seen. Does anybody have any quick questions before we begin the turns? Anything? So what, what, are the, what are the gray six-siders represent? Uh, that's negative energy. Like I said, the pool down here is kind of writhing and sloshing, so a big wave of it has washed up and is in the process of washing back down. And I assume that the X's that are marked as having something coming off of them are the ones that have the blood stains on them yep. already? So what's happened is they're all kind of on a little small stone slab. Mm -hmm. And as the blood is, and it really looks like it is being like sucked into the stone. And what is pouring out the other end of the stone is that liquid negative energy that is then trailing down into this pool and filling it up. So each of those X's is an altar with a person on it. With a figure. Uh, you, they all have linens draped over them so you can't see them. Mm -hmm. Um, but they all look to be about the size of a you know, body. Except for Antiozo. My next question well, They're is, in the middle. So the five cultists are actually in the middle here. And they're floating on a thing? Yeah. So basically, there's almost think of like uh, the, the tensors floating disc. 
but it's made of negative energy. They're floating on that. And you notice that it's right. The negative energy as it's flowing in there is rising slightly. So they're just like riding on top of it in waves as they're chanting. Uh, and by the way, if you notice, uh, your friend Inthiel is not chanting. My next question is, define a 20-foot burst. Define a 20-foot burst? Is it, 20, is it a 20-foot radius in all directions? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Not. not so it's not 20-foot total. Okay. Good to know for, I don't know, reasons. 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 Now, one Wouldn't... thing we might bear in mind is the last time that we encountered a cultist conducting a ritual, there was a force field of some type around it. Mm. It might be good to ascertain before you drop something. True. Who goes first? All right. Ashirian. Wait, really? Yes, yep. I got a 24. What'd you get? I got like a 28, didn't what? I? It's, it's I, a I don't remember. Yeah, you and I are tied at 23. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was for the that was for the perception. I got yeah. 28. That's right, yeah. Nope, yep, it was a 23. Okay. So there you are. It is your turn, Ashirian. Uh, where's Enthiel? He is down here in the middle. Good to know. So Ashirian just, well, previously, like on the beach just howls once again and just charges just steaming straight ahead. Okay. To, oh, yeah, directly towards in, where Entheo is. He's enlarged. Engorged. <laughs> also accurate what with the stealing men's souls from their body as they die thing. Alright, so you're heading this way? Yeah. So to drop down there uh, is an athletic check. Okay. So. Uh, well, how about a 24? That definitely succeeds. So, um, uh, the only difference is you lose five feet of movement. So you have moved two, three, four, five. So that's uh, actually five right there because you were here, right? So one, two, three, four. Sorry. So you've used 20 feet of movement. So basically it costs you an extra five feet to go down. Okay. I don't remember. It says on this sheet, <laughs> movement. That's it. I think you're 25, aren't you? Yeah. I've got another five. But there is a spider right in front of you now. Okay. Dragon stance, and then I'm going to attack it. Uh, does a 13 hit it? Hit it? it does not. Okay. All right. That is Ashirian. Who's next? Goes to Haytham. All right. Well, I will, I will go ahead and try and fire a crossbow bolt at any of the cultists in the middle. Okay. Mainly just to see if there's a force field. There. No, yeah, for sure. Honestly, like, even like, pick even, a cultist for me. I'd a... It's a three. That's an old. That's a twelve total to hit. That's what you get for rolling outside right. the box. So I mean, that would have missed. In other words, it would not have hit an AC, but it never gets that far. So as it gets, like, so the ed, right now the pool is contained in this intersection, other than like this wave that's splashed up there. So essentially, as your uh, bolt gets to the edge there a like a, a piece of that liquid negative energy kind of splashes up and as your bolt hits it it solidifies for an instant and the bolt bounces off falls to the ground and then the the it reliquifies and splashes back to the ground mm. as though the negative energy itself is acting against your efforts well that's an issue in that case go ahead and move I'll move up to the spider, which is here represented by a frog. <laughs> Next to you. Oh, that guy's already dead. Well, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll take an attack. We, I'll mention that we don't know that it's dead. We just know it's covered. Mm, true. It's, it's bleeding out and feeding it, but we don't know what the situation is. That's a good point. I'm going to go ahead and take an attack with the sickle at frog spider there. Ooh. 
be a negative four spider instead of five. Frog. So that spider would be fifteen. That's a miss. Ah, that's like last combat and this me missing with fifteens. So is that three actions? I believe so. Move, attack, and also attack. All righty. Uh, now we go to the baddies. I think. Yep. Are we the baddies? Affirmative. Wait, we have skulls on our helmets. Yeah. We're the baddies. Uh, that's a bunch of Monasherian then. So let's see. We'll do. I'll do the one of the guys in the back since they get all three actions. There we go. That's a nat twenty to start with. So that is. That's only yeah. ten damage. Uh, that's gonna miss. And that is also going to miss. Another guy in the back with all three. Ooh, that misses. Miss. Miss. There you go. And then this guy over here. That, ooh, there we go. Uh, that is a 25. Yeah, that hits. For five damage. That's a miss. This guy over here. That is a 19. No. Okay. Uh, uh, that is actually a 20, though. That'll hit. For four damage. And then miss and miss. So that is, again, this guy double moved. So that is all of my spiders. However, negative energy is mostly drained out of here. And now it kind of sloshes up the other side. So the negative energy is kind of draining back this way, and then it pours back in. A big piece of it sloshes back up this way, and that is my turn. So who's next? Uh, it goes to Alder. All right, do me a favor. Will you move Alder to just your left of the frog? Right there, yep. And I'll look at the group and be like, remember what happened on the beach? And I'm going to try to grab the dagger out of that person. Okay. So like a athletic check, maybe? Uh, 21. Um, I mean, it, it comes out fairly easily. There's not much. You feel a little resistance, mm -hmm. but it's nothing that really stopped you and the dagger comes out. Well, I mean, he's just, you know, he, we've seen this before mm -hmm. where the dagger, it's like a ritual dagger. So, I mean, like he'll grab it, okay. drop it. And then uh, for my third action, I'll go after the spider. Out of okay. curiosity, as, as your dagger pulled it off, it probably grabbed a portion of the linen as well and pulled that away to see whether the creature was alive or dead underneath it. Wouldn't you think that? How dagger? dramatic. Uh... I, mean, I can come up and do the same thing. You got. You I, I mean, if if I get a free perception check, I'll take it. If not, I'm not gonna worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you, you said you're pulling the dagger, so that's yeah. what you did. All right, then I'm whacking the uh, spider. Uh, twelve plus twelve is twenty-four. Oh yeah, that hits. Uh, for eleven plus three is fourteen. Got it. Assyrian, you're too far forward. Pull back. Wog. <laughs> so is that your three? Acts? That's it. Yeah, that's all, all three. right. After Alder is, um, after Alder goes to Father Becker. All right. Could you um, move me there? I'm going to yank the tap or the um, the linen. Okay. So underneath the linen uh, is, I'm going to call it a human, but it's almost unrecognizable at this point. So what you see is that it's not just that they bled out of the dagger, but at some point the rock started to almost like emaciate them. It just sucked all of the blood and fluid. So they, it, it's thin and decayed as though it's just sucking up the whole essence into the stone below it. So super dead. They, they look pretty far gone. Okay. 
It's not just that they're bleeding out. Do it's, each it's of these like people have a dagger them. in them, or just those just four? The four are the only ones that you see daggers protruding from. Has the flow of blood stopped now that the uh, dagger's out? Um, it seems to be continuing to suck the essence down into the stone. Uh, but you don't really see any blood going anymore. But if you're paying attention, you'll notice the body is slowly becoming less and less there. Would a medicine check help me learn any more about it? Or does it just seem as a reproduction of kind of what we saw before? This must be something to do with the ritual. A medicine check, you look at it and say, I don't know what the hell that is. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you can tell that it just seems to be absorbing the body fluids first. And it just is down to next to nothing. Out of curiosity, I don't suppose that the, uh, since I've only used five feet of movement, that part of the rest of that movement could have been used to yank the uh, linen off, is it? Like yeah, you, sure, I'll allow that. You seem like you're a wise and that was, only, that was only five feet, so. Yeah, I mean, it's hardly anything. Tell you what, make that an acrobatics check. Are you sure it is an athletics check? Because yeah, that's sure acrobatics. Seems like you're, you're, a, trying to, you're trying to be smooth, not well, just brute force. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not the kind of guy that, uh, no, no, I failed that. What no. was the was total? Six. <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm burly, but I'm not that, I'm not that, um, that, that was, uh, that was your acrobatics. Uh, you know, then in that case, I'm going to have to stick with it. That took you two actions. Are you sure? Cause I got something that'd be great for us to be able to do. Let me tell you what it is. And then you can decide because you were kind enough before to uh, not kind enough, but I think wise enough in terms wise. of your, uh, your, um, uh, your choices to allow me to use Disrupt Undead versus those daggers. And what I'd like to do is to use, I'd like to cast on one of those, see if I can cast on one of those negative energy spiders, the spell Disrupt Undead, which would infuse it with positive energy. But I need two actions to be able to do hey, that. We're going to have to figure out what that is next turn. Does, oh, come on, man. Seriously, I just went five feet and yanked the thing off. I mean... <sighs> and yeah, yeah, but you're also like, well, I, I let you get the free medicine check in. Yeah, but it's, uh, I mean, I'll, whatever you say, obviously, but that's so little to do to do that. All right. Um, I guess I will um, raise shield. Um, no, you know what? I'm going to continue moving then. I'm going to move around um, to that person and try to make an acrobatics check to yank the linen off of that one. All right. That's how we're going to do it. Hey, hey, guess there's a 19. All right, so, uh, and just the one between you and Alder. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one, you yank the, you know, you, as you kind of swing by, you just reach down and grab the linen and, and uh, yank it off of there. And sure enough, this one looks very human. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a male. It, it seems um, not, I don't want to say unconscious, but it is unconscious. But the eyes are open and they're like completely glazed over, mm-hmm. like almost inhumanly so. They're very much bound. Uh, and they are pretty much stripped down to like a loincloth. And um, you also notice that it has the symbol of a Dark Lancer tattoo mm-hmm. on it. This is very much a pirate. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Um, may I ask, does it appear to have its life being sucked out because of its... Um, no. Nope. Is, isn't showing other, any of those? Other than the being unconsciously glazed eye thingy, seems to be breathing. Uh, once again, I'll give you kind of the free medicine check that, I mean, they look, other than the weirdness going on there, they, they look, they're breathing, they look pink and when we encountered those children before they had been poisoned or something had had been happening to them that they were they were being sucked away basically their life force do we feel that do i get the impression that this guy that i'm looking at isn't undergoing that effect yet not yet now this ritual has all the trappings and the sounds and looks very similar but you guys have already noticed that it's not exactly the same gotcha there are differences here okay um and if you i'll give you another quick freebie the alder the dagger that you pulled out well, although they have the same style of markings, mm-hmm. and you can recognize this instantly as their cultist dagger, you notice that it's not exactly the same either. The etchings are different, uh, you know. 
Okay, so being used for a slightly different purpose. Okay, that's all my actions. All right, who is after Father Becker? Goes to Asherian, top of the order. So Asherian is going to attack the spider that is to his front left. Okay. Is it that one? Yep. Make melee attack. And that is going to be a 24 to hit. That hits. For 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Got it. And then he's going to spin two actions to cast Spiritual Weapon and spawn it behind the same one that he just attacked. Okay. Do um, you have a die you want to use? Uh, Merrick dice. All right. So there's your Spiritual Weapon there. Spiritual Weapon gets the attack. Okay. And it's going to roll on that one. All right. You got anything else? Uh, No, because that's all three. Hey, them. I think I would like to take an action to draw and throw bomb at the spider directly and not the one directly engaged with me but the one directly in front of me that's five feet away okay and uh ask (laughs) once again how you feel about dad splash damage uh how about no no yeah no i'm already getting the crap beat out of me by five spiders fair (laughs) i'll still do the uh the flask at him but i will i will opt to only have the splash damage affect him okay which i can do Oh, hey, that's going to be a 28. 28? That's a critical success right there. Oh, yeah. Good time. So he takes, um, no, that's right. It would be four splash damage plus one. So he would take five, normally take five. So that would be 10 points of damage to him. That was that guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll double check before his next turn how that affects the persistent. Yeah, I wouldn't worry so much about his next turn as that spider seems to dissipate. Now, keep in mind what happens. The spider doesn't die and leave a corpse. It kind of falls into pieces, and the pieces liquefy and drain back into the pool. Mm. So that ooh, that dagger that he pulled out, is that lying on the floor? Mm-hmm. I believe yes. Alder did, yeah, it's laying yeah. right over here somewhere. I, I specifically said I dropped it. Mm-hmm. Is, it with, is it close enough that I can pick it up? I mean, it would be right here in Alder Square somewhere. Okay. So I could move over there and pick it up? Yeah. I think I will. Would that be an action to pick it up? Uh, give me an acrobatic check, and I'll let you do it in one action. That's fair. Um, 16. Yeah, sure, that's good enough. Okay. Shouldn't be too high of a DC. All right. Uh, so I'll I'll hold that in my other hand in the sickle and one. Yep. I'll go back to where I was for my other action. Okay. Part of it has the, the spider I killed, has it already liquefied and run down the... It's in the stair? process of it. It's not really quite instantaneous, but... For Can I take the dagger there. and, like... Stab it into the liquid to see what happens. Uh, I mean, it, it's like stabbing it into liquid. Okay. Nothing. So it doesn't absorb it or anything. Nope. It doesn't seem to have any particular effect other than, you know, it flows around it now. Okay. I'll give you that one. So stabbing into liquid. Good song title. Yeah. That your three actions? Yes. All right. Bad guys. Good day, listeners. This is Saul Carvey broadsending for Kasserat Public Radio, beaming around the globe from the Hellspire Tower in downtown Kasserat, bringing you the rest of history. While much of the history of the God's War has been lost and forgotten, one name is known across the realm as the great mortal hero of the God's War. Ilumar is the largest continent of the land and the most well-known. Its grand cities and vast landscapes are reminiscent of its once grand armies. 
When the mortals fought alongside the Celestials in the Great God's War, most did so as part of vast, well-organized armies. But it did not begin that way. As the conflict grew and people flocked to their banners, no one, not even the gods themselves, were prepared to organize such a grand force. Indeed, several battles were lost due to poor communication and general disarray. Finally, the commander of one of the smaller armies had had enough. She suggested that the armies be reassigned and restructured under new banners, the commanders be reassigned on merit, and an overall commander be named. Though the mortals argued and rallied against her suggestions, several of the gods wholeheartedly embraced her ideas and named her Marshal of the Armies. With divine backing, she quickly put her plans into action and turned the disparate armies into a singular fighting force with one focus. Soon the victories mounted and the now efficient mortal troops became a force to be reckoned with. And thus the name Ilumar was bestowed upon the largest continent in honor of the commander of the greatest mortal force ever assembled. And now you know the rest of history. Good day. Adventures, has this ever happened to you? This is it. We've got all the treasure. Sorry, but this loot is evil. We must turn it over the church for no profit whatsoever. All too often, a huge payday has been ruined by a lawful goon. Well, now you have an option. With Divine Gardens, you can drop those of your party off and split the loot however you see fit. Just bring your good doer to any of our locations where trained staff are ready to distract. Laugh as they help little old ladies cross the street over and over and over with no choice but to keep doing it. Giggle with delight as they're trapped holding the door for an endless stream of people leaving and entering. Where are all you people going? Your paladin make int his dump score. Watch us trap him in a room with no door. Or stump him with simple math equations. How can a letter equal a number? Ah! All while you drink and fornicate to your heart's content. So bring your party member down to Divine Gardens. Don't forget we have great deals on season passes. All right, bad guys. Um, so something happens first. Shirin, your friend Entheal in the middle, by the way, he, he's, he's watching you. The rest are being called, and he's looking around at the room, uh, kind of studying what is happening. So before your eyes, you see him dematerialize. He just kind of slowly fades away into nothingness. And almost within a blink, you see him materialize right over here on the side and the left next to this corpse and he whips out one of his daggers stabs it into the corpse or the the body there and i guess it wasn't a corpse yet stabs it into the body and then immediately starts to dematerialize and appears back where he was so this one here is now bleeding out and like very quickly you see like you know normally when you stab somebody the blood comes out pretty slowly this happens pretty quickly uh, and so you're already seeing, uh, you know, a big pool of blood and a trickle of negative energy coming out of the stone slab. I'm starting to think I don't like this Entheal guy. If he keeps this up, we're going to be on bad terms. You know, uh, I could murder your character right here. <laughs> Rude. So um, I, I'm perplexed by that statement. He appears to be an awful, awful person. I don't like him either. I got to be real honest with you. I don't know he's Entheal, so yeah, he's going to get it. If he's a friend so, of yours, you have terrible friends, including possibly us. I'm not going to say not. Uh, Haytham, you actually hear a voice in your head. 
Interesting. These enemies are truly powerful. Release me. I will see what I can do. Release me. I'll like twirl the scythe. And by the way, you guys see the figure back here who is uh, actively making stealth checks and trying to remain hidden, uh, but not necessarily from you guys, is still working away at those ropes. Uh, Being successful, but they're not easy to cut through, and there's quite a few of them while you're trying to do it and not be noticed by all of the stuff happening in the room. Let's go ahead and do some attacks because we got some spiders on Ashirian. So we're going to start. We'll just go around the room here. Um, 20? Uh, yeah, that hits. 8 damage. Okay. And that is... It's only an 18. No. Okay. Uh, miss. Uh, the next one. Miss. 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 And you got a third one on you here. That is, however, a 21 to hit. That'll hit. For three damage. Uh, miss. And miss. And this guy over here is going to take a poke at Hatham. Actually, this guy's going to move over and give him some flank. I didn't even notice that guy. Yep. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. Uh, 26, and you're flat-footed. So that lowers oh, yeah. your AC by two. Yep, that'll hit. All right, so seven damage. That'll miss. Uh, ooh, there's a net 20. Uh, so that is, but it's only going to be a 17 to hit. So does that too miss? Many hit points this battle. That would have missed. No, it's four. We're losing too many hit points this battle. And I this guy in the back. I can't keep up with you guys. Um, seven damage. It's not us. Uh, three damage. And um, it's only 16 to hit. So. So that was how many damage? I would I say seven and three. Yeah. All righty. So we are going to. This is finally drained back in. Moving some negative energy around here. Splashes this way, like so. Okay, and um, that is that is everybody. The ritualists keep chanting. Uh, you're pretty certain that all of them have noticed that you're here. Uh, they just kind of continue what they're doing. Uh, they don't seem to be uh, too worried about it at this moment. And who goes after me? After you goes to Alder. So like the bad guy in me is like if they if I kill them they can't be stabbed with the ritual dagger mm. <laughs> um, but that's not very heroly they are dark lancers though Corey, so, that, that one is no no they're all dark lancers <laughs> that way I don't feel bad uh, that's not what heroes do though so let's attack that spider in front of me uh, heroes get rewarded with net 19s so that's Ooh. a 31. Okay, uh, yeah, that was against the spider here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a crit success. All right, 13, 13 plus 11 is 24. 30 points of damage. He gone. All right. Unfortunately, now Alder's like, crap. There's one on Haytham, and there's like three on Ashirian. Haytham, get the hell out of there. All right. And I'm going to... I'm going to hop down, try to make that check, right. and slide over to Ashirian. So acrobatics? Uh, athletics? athletics? It's a plus nine either way. Uh, heroes get rewarded a lot. 28. Uh, yeah. 28. Okay. It takes you no extra movement. That's a crit success. You can go down like normal. And then, So for my second action, I'll move over to get uh, Ashirian's back. And then last action, attack the spider in front of me. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, that's not going to hit. So I'm done. 
All right, who is next? Father Becker. Um, so looking down at the ropes that bind this fellow, am I figuring several, several rounds of cutting with uh, daggers in order to try to... Um, it would be easier if you're not trying to do it subtly. So say if there was somebody across the room trying to do it without being noticed, that's much slower. If you're going to just hack at them... No, yeah, definitely hack. You could definitely do it faster. Um, you think you could do it in maybe three to four actions. Uh, slashing weapons are better. Bludgeoning weapons don't slash yeah. ropes very well. But a dagger would work just fine. But a dagger would work, slashing weapon. Um, but you think yeah. it would take you several actions because they these guys are bound quite... Quite tightly. Quite tightly and um, very... Like even the way that they're bound, they're all the ones you see so far are bound exactly the same. Okay. You know, the ropes are in the same location, the knots are in the same location. Very methodical looking. So this is this is a, indicating the significance of, of this action, realizing that actions are limited. I am still going to take just a moment. And I'm going to steady myself, and I'm going to say a prayer. I'm going to say, "Great God of Mysteries, please provide." some sort of insight. What can we do to stop this and save these people? Is there anything we can do? Okay, so something interesting happens here. You feel that moment where you you kind of connect with your God. Mm -hmm. And as that happens, you sense tremendous pain. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's the point where like you are now feeling it. Mm -hmm. it, it. It strikes you just piercing into your brain and as that happens, you almost cry out in agony, and the entire ground, and you all feel this, shakes violently. Huh. Sounds like somebody's not, not, real, well, not real happy. And uh, that, is, I mean, that, is, that is what happens as you reach it. So go on with what you're going to do. Hmm. Do I get the impression that if I continue to pray, that that might continue to happen? It might disrupt what's going on here? You know, it's hard to say. Like I said, when you reach out and you get that connection, the the pain is what you feel. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it, this was this was, you didn't take any hit point damage, but it was agonizing for you. That was not that was not easy. Uh, no checks involved at the moment, but connecting with your God right at that moment, it was it was pretty mind racking. Was it like was it violent shaking enough to the point that like you know. Rocks started falling down from the ceiling. Things were, were moving. Not quite that much. Like... It, it was a good tremor, mm -hmm. but it was enough that everybody noticed it. So no large rocks, but you know, unsettled dust, rocks moved, things changed. Um, so what I'm wondering is, do you think it's something where I need to try to take on that pain and continue it if it's going to do something that might disrupt what's happening here? I don't know. It's like, Honestly, as far as things go, uh, it's our, as if... our current leads right now are you keep doing that and the other one is we murder Hobo and pray to God that we can get through this slugfest. Yeah. It's like we know nothing about your God. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I get the impression that this that this abuse, this thing going on here is, is an affront to him. It's, it's an abuse of, of him and his power, and it's, it's actually causing... Like, you, you know what my theory is? What's that? That there are in fact two separate gods, yeah, and that they are attempting to murder your god, so that Gilgamark can take his place. Do you think it's that, or do you think that they're sort of merged at the moment? Gilgamark has been infused into him, and um, which would require them to murder your god <laughs> <laughs> to free Gilgamark. Well, okay, I, I understand. I didn't. I misunderstood what you were. Initially. Well, I, I, I think for some, they're cultists. Somebody's got to die. In this case, I think it's your god. 
and somehow by killing him with these weird ass rituals, Gilgamark will ascend, is my theory. I mean, I guess it's possible. Based off what little of nothing we know. So, I mean, does that give you any information to work on? No, Not really. that's just my theory. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> all right. So I'm, I may very well try to do this thing and see how long I can hold out, and maybe if I, who knows? Maybe, maybe. If it's something where I can, I can connect just, to his power. Maybe just I do can something. Manifest this. Yeah. So for my second action, actually for my second and third actions, I'm going to target. Uh, which, which one of these guys do we hate the most? One of these spiders. Um. There's one directly behind me. The that, one on you. That would be able to flank Ashirian. From right. most of that side. Well, he's Ashurian's down though; he's ten feet down, so it wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, that's yeah, right. Remember, these yeah. are each little intersection. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. But it's affecting you. So I'm gonna for my next two actions, I'm gonna try to do see if a uh, disrupt undead channel some negative energy will help on that critter right there. Uh, which Possibly one are you hitting? The one on, uh, uh, yes. The one right behind it. Right. The one that's up here on the third tier. Snapping um, at my heels. All right, a fortitude that, save. that's a fort save. Okay. Uh, I know it's going to be a fail. Good. Critical fail? Um, what's the DC? Well, I should probably know that. Let's see. Uh, spell DC would be 10 plus key ability score, which is good. Plus proficiency. 12 plus. What's my proficiency these days? Four. 16. Right. Uh, no, that's a 10 total. Okay, so, so it's going to it's gonna take uh, positive energy okay. if, if you allow it to occur. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead and roll the damage. Yep. Uh, eight points. Eight points of damage? Um yeah, so there is a pretty dramatic effect. So, you know, when that happens, there's other times before where you kind of get that almost explosive zap of force. It's actually 10, by the way. So oh, okay. Um, but that's what you get here. It's that very much explosive. Like, it doesn't do any damage to you, Hatham, but you definitely feel it. Uh, you know, that, that, that force coming off of it as it almost explodes as that power between you and this thing. Um, it it kind of, it's almost like a lightning strike as it arcs over and, and hits that. It's almost like your positive energy is being drawn to it. Uh, so it's pretty dramatic when it happens. Very loud, by the way. And also, as you cast the spell and connect to your god, once again, you feel that pain all over again. Okay. Does there a rumble occur? Um, slightly, but nothing like the first time. There, there's the just a little bit of a, a rumble. And once again, the rest of you guys are feeling that rumble that wasn't there before. So is well, that your, that's, that's a lot to think about. That's your three actions? Guys, you'll be thinking about it too. Help me figure <laughs> out what to do. Uh, who's next? Uh, that goes to me. Um, I am going to attack the spider that is uh, to my front left. Yep. It's next to all there. Um, it's only going to be a 17 to hit. Uh, that is actually it. That's the number. Ooh. Oh, thank you. Thank God. Uh, that will be 15 points of damage, bludgeoning. Got it. Then I'm going to attack it again. Okay. Ooh, Ooh there we go. Nat 20. Nat 20. Nice. There we go. And that'll, so that'll, will still be a total of 25 to hit. 27. So. Oh, yeah, that's. Yeah. I was just making sure so that way we don't have the drop down crit. No, no, no. 27 plus 16. So. 37.6. That'll be uh, 43 damage. Jesus. Holy hell. That would have been enough to one-shot it. How the fuck? <laughs> like, it literally <laughs> splashes apart. Like, you burst a water balloon. It just splatters apart. Man. What, 2d 10 plus 8 and then a crit, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. 40, 10 plus 16. Yeah. Holy. I wish, holy wish I was big. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, and I literally just step on it. Just... She said, "Oh, smash!" She uh, did. You have, bad one, you have one more action. Phrasing. A couple episodes ago. Yeah. yeah did my, she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My third action is I'm going to um, move. I'm going to use it on the spiritual weapon, so that way it moves over to there, into the negative energy, and is going to strike that spider. Can, can you move and attack with one action? Um, I think that's I think that's how it works. Is it yeah. okay? I think because at the point that you move it, it, it also gets the attack. What's spiritual? What's a spiritual weapon made of? His is a glaive. Like, but like, what's it? Force. It's force. Force. Okay. Yeah, force energy. Move and attack, or alternatively, you can just move once, or just attack. Now, once. it seems to move through this wave of negative energy without much trouble, but you know, there's a weird resistance as you move it through. It's like trying to swing your sword underwater. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem to stop it. Uh, that's only going to be a 13 to hit. That's a miss. Okay. And who's next? Uh, that is going to go to hate them. How far up are those cultists floating? They're pretty much level with this uh, second level now. They're, okay. They're even with it. And it seems like that perimeter around them was what snatched up that crossbow bolt is kind of where... Yeah, well, like I said, that's, that's a pool of negative energy there, and literally just like a splash of it jumped up. Basically time. when it crossed the threshold of the pool. Yep. All right, so I should be able to move. How high up was that bolt it's, when it... Um, I mean, however high you wanted it to be. So I'm trying to think if I can... I don't think I can do one move and get line of sight to throw a fireball. That corner without, like, launching it over... You're like trying to lob a fireball? Yeah, yeah. The idea is to hit it back here. I think you just actually need line of sight. I don't think a fireball is necessarily you throw it. Yeah, it's I not think like it just, an artillery shell. You just kind of... I think that's just what point. I mean, I, I mean, thematically, it's nice you lob that spark, but you could just be like, it's there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, well, in that case, uh, yeah, I'll twirl the scythe again and like, I'll like point it like I'm aiming and like... Wh- so you, like, where, where are you aiming at? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the scythe. You think that ink is going to fuck with your fire? He, it, the, the voice hesitates. The, vo- the, the voice says, I don't know what it is. Release me. Well, let's bloody find out together mm. then. Give me release. And I'll just, you know, like the inside the, the curve of the sickle, that little spark. just. Mm-hmm. Where, where are you? you? Uh, I want to target it uh, towards this back corner, which should be at 20 feet. Should get... Well, I'm asking for a reason, so check your map, and then tell me what area the fireball hits. Like what area the fireball in- encompasses? Yes. Well, the idea is that it would encompass. Well, hey, uh, somebody want to go grab my spell template from the back? It's in my bag sure. right there. It's a tr- Ooh, yeah. the fire. I've got one right here. Pathfinder 2, it's only a 20, right? It's a 20-foot it, burst. It's 20. That's what that is. Yeah, no, you're right. She would be... You can place it, I think, in such a way. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you've done it. I'm okay with it landing wherever. I just need to know. That's her. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> that is. It doesn't. It, it encounter. It also includes some uh, victims. A victim. Oh yeah, well, two of them. Well, that one's already gone. Oh yeah. Guys, it's like a greater good kind of thing. <laughs> and before we find out, that one's like a five-year-old. Probably a dark lancer. It's a dark lancer. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a dark lancer. They're bad people. So I can do. Well, that hits oh. one over there. It's almost like Richard positioned <laughs> them intentionally. Listen, listen. he's a dick. He's a pirate. Don't worry about it. We don't know that. We, we totally do. It's okay. Shh, shh. Some of you may die, and that is yeah, a sacrifice. See, that's in Ishirian Square. 
No, it's not. Just, just, yeah, right there. That's the one. Some of you may die. That is yeah, I can't. I can't position it without hitting a Shirian or. <laughs> if only she would move. No, it's still gonna do. That's selfish pirate queen. So you do hear the voice in your head. Do you want more? Hells yes, you do. Literally, hells this yes. This seems like the time for more. More, more damage, not necessarily like a radius or effect of size. I'll fill the room. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. I could get everybody. Now, when you say more, I assume you mean more fire. How much more? Whatever it takes to bloody stop this. Okay. Um, roll your normal fireball damage, please. Okay. Should be 66. I want you to say give it all. Oh. Just start okay, rolling d6s. Donation tell you of when to d6s. Drain my con. Oh, yeah, here you go, one. man. I got more coming. How many more do you need? It should be six. Oh, no, you need more than that. Let me roll. Let me give you a whole shit ton more. There you go. Here you, here you go, friend. <laughs> I used to be a rogue. How much more? How many more successes? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. They just, they just keep coming. I may six. need to take some out of the bag. His hand is full already. Stop. So oh, go God, ahead, go ahead and roll your 66. Wait, there's one more. Uh, ooh, I assume this dinosaur is... Oh, yes, it says a six. So it that'd be only one, two. Everything else is average or above. It's not terrible. 23. All right. Now, pull those out and roll four more D6. Ooh. Put this with the other bounty. I'm glad you chose the dinosaur die as one of them. Yeah. Oh, I re- yeah. 16 more. Okay, so um, as as you cast that fireball, it's tough. You know, you you can use some magic, and this magic is beyond you. So the extra damage is added to everything within the radius of the fireball, but you also take it. The extra, the the extra, extra or all of it? No, the extra, the the D four, the 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 six, the forty six at the end there. That's the extra damage. It is (laughs) shit. Yikes. Uh, however, that was uh, 39 points of damage. Um, so this spider is gone, the one that, that you hit there. Uh, this guy here is, like, you light the like lens, the rope, and everything is completely on fire, and it is smoldering. Like Linda Hamilton in that scene from Terminator 2. Yep, so that this guy is, like, there, there's a conflagration over there. He is completely on fire. That force field took a heavy hit. Basically. How about... However, the guys friends. in the middle... The fire was stopped as it reached the edge of the uh, the pool of negative energy. Now, here's what's interesting. Uh, you know, like your arrow bounced off harmlessly. This did not. As a matter of fact, because the walls of negative energy kind of raised up to stop it, you it was your fire was burning the negative energy, and it creates like almost a thick smoke that lets off into the room for a moment uh, as more negative energy is pulled up into the air to stop it. Uh, and then after a minute, it finally burns out, and then what's left falls back into the pool. One wonders if perhaps, and it's player, but if that's the Hellfire component of since it's a different kind of fire. Just speculating. may never know. All right, was that your three actions? Well, well no, you're down anyway. Two actions, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you, but, uh, that, so you are I unconscious. I smoked myself a little bit there, so. Put a little too much on it? Mm. Too much sank there. <laughs> too much. That was too much. He got lost you're, in the sauce. You're still too weak. You bloody asked me. <laughs> I didn't ask you. Light's fading. Oh. 
So who goes after? Oh, it's the bad guys after Hatham, huh? Yeah. Well, what's left of them? What's left of them? All right. So uh, first things first, let's go ahead and we got some uh, spiders to attack here. Have to drop down. So we'll do. Um, I mean, he's right at the edge. He's enlarged. Yeah, I'm also tall, so. So he's can, like eight feet, though. Like, you could fit through an eight-feet door. Yeah, because it, it enlarges me to about eight or nine feet, I believe. Uh, you know, I'll give him a little bit of a negative, but he, I mean, he can swipe at the head with his... You could also make him take an additional action to try climbing. Well, he has a climb speed. Damn it, I said too much. <laughs> so he can be literally hanging ha! off the edge. Got more info out of you. <laughs> In your head, Rich. There's there spiders. Right. Spiders have a climb here. speed. We're cracking the case, boys. Uh, that's an 18. No. Miss. Miss. The guy in the back. That is a miss. And another miss. Wow, look Ooh. at those. The ones on both died on that time. Uh, so miss, 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 miss. Um, however, uh, so this guy over here is still burning the one that just got burnt by it. He's a long way away. But if he's on fire, he can't be sacrificed. Checkmate. <laughs> Burn so them all. You see, I don't think he has any like flesh left on his bones after you that. You can't sacrifice them. No, they sacrifice like them first. Like, man, that's... By, by the way, Enthiel uh, notices the conflagration over there and, and kind of gives it the skeptical look and looks back over at Haytham and then dematerializes again, rematerializes over on to the right here next to this guy, dagger right in the middle, dematerializes and rematerializes back in the middle once again. So once again, same thing here. By the way, the one that he stabbed last round, it like you're getting even more. The blood is moving faster. The negative energy is flowing into the pool even faster. And this one over here starts, which means that now this first square around the middle here is the negative energy is flooded up over and starting to flood into the room. So these squares here are now completely full of negative energy. So we're gonna go ahead and roll a die. So this splashes back this way. But some of that went away though, right? Because it got burned up by the hellfire? Um, it, it was hard to tell. I mean, there, there's some of it did get burned up by the hellfire, but it's like, you know, there's a certain point where he literally took a couple buckets of water out of the swimming pool. Um, and right. as the more is being poured in, the it's now raising over. So there's more than there was there even a moment ago. And you realize that this is continuing to rise. Uh So at this point in time, you also notice that in the back of the room that the, the female figure, the redheaded female in the back, has got, she's completely pulled the ropes um, and she has kind of peeked up underneath the linen and she's still trying to be stealthy. Fortunately, she has a nice distraction going on in the room. Everybody seems to be looking at somebody else uh, at the moment. You're welcome. Yeah, but you guys do notice that she casts a spell. You don't know what it was, but you, you guys are familiar enough with spell casting that you recognize that she uh, she did something. Recognize spell? Sure, I'll give it to you. There's a lot going on in the line of sight, so you're a little distracted, but... Uh, well, that's not too great, because that's only going to be a 15. You know, this, is a, this would be a fairly easy one. So let's just say you're not 100% sure, but this is a common spell. You think it was probably a heal. Okay. So positive energy, does that do anything to the room? You don't notice anything directly, um, but at the same time, she cast it on whoever that figure was. Uh, so you don't see anything. You don't see the room react directly to it. Oh, sorry. Uh, if it is a level two or lower spell, I don't need to roll. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, you, okay. it, it's there's no crazy complicated thing, but the fact that everybody's distracted and she's being sneaky, you know, there's not a lot of visibility here. But you, you think she probably just tried to heal that person. Okay. Uh, but it was it was a targeted heal. It wasn't like a channel. Um, but you didn't see any specific reaction. And uh, that is that is everything. That is the turn there. So who's next? Uh, it goes to Alder. Alder is hates this because he's just reacting. Like, he hates just reacting. He's going to try to jump up the ledge again. Mm-hmm. And uh, So uh, you want acrobatics or athletics for that? Um... You're, it's kind of a climb, so let's make it athletics. Uh, 14. That is not enough. So you make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a fail, but it takes you an extra 10 feet of movement. That's okay, because what I've got in spades is movement. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting up isn't actually super difficult. It's how much time, time it, it takes. takes yeah. I mean, I got a 35 like yeah. speed, so... Right. Uh, so like, I'll just... I mean, I'm trying to stand above Haytham mm-hmm. to get this thing off. So it's 5... Uh, 10, 15, you're like 20. So you can meet it there. I mean, easily enough. Well, but if, if, if I'm on, like, he's unconscious, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll straddle him, because one, it's right. funny, and two, <laughs> uh, like, I'm literally guarding his body. All right. Good looking out. A little desperately, he's like, Father, figure this out! Stab. Uh, 16 plus 12 is a 28. 28 is a crit. Oh, yeah. Uh, 13... 13 plus 13 is 26, 20, 32 points of damage. Oh, yeah. Oh. Spider goes away. And, man, I don't... Out of character, it seems like cutting the people free would be, like, a good option. Just getting them off the platforms. Yeah, but what's-his-face will just appear and kill him with a knife? I, I don't think it's the platforms that are doing it. Um, How far can you chuck a dagger if you don't care about what you hit? I think it's 60 feet is max for a dagger. Uh, diagonals count? No, it's... In the book, it says uh, thrown 10 feet. Yeah, that's its range inter- increment. But I think yeah, if you look... he's at, just throwing it indiscriminately. I, I think if you look, the range increment would be like a number slash a number. The last number is like the maximum. So I think daggers are max 60 feet. We can check it out. But I, I want to say that's 60 feet. Okay. Um, uh, but you I have to draw the dagger. and That's a move. Or that's an action. I will draw a dagger. Okay. Done. So he pulls out pen and paper... Yeah. Um, and then we go to who's next? Uh, it goes to Father Becker. Father Becker. Um, I've been looking for. Here's what I'm, I'm going to do. Uh, I'm looking for Battlefield Medic. And uh, so, do you know where the rules are on that? Anybody know? It's under the skills. Is it okay? In, it's under the skills. Uh, skills. It's just a medicine check, and then yep. you do a certain amount of healing. Yeah, DC 15 for the 2d8. You can opt to set it to 20 to do an additional plus 10 to that. But... My medicine is plus eight. So let's just do the 15. DC, I, I'm going to, if I could, could you move me up to him? To uh, Haytham? Yes, Haytham. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to uh, try to make it. That's a cock die. Uh 18. That Ooh, succeeds. Hooray. Yep. Okay. So 2d8. Uh, shit, just seven points. That's I'll all take it. it. Straight up seven. And um, then here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I have one action remaining, and I'm going to say, Great God of Mysteries, bring me your pain and bring your wrath down upon this place. And I'll hold my hands wide, and I'll just open myself up to as much as he's got to give. See if it does anything. So are you trying to cast a specific spell, or are you just... I was going to try that commune thing again that seemed to work before. 
Oh, okay. Like, like what I did. Like I'm just like, bring it down. Put yourself inside me, Lord. I, I'm just I'm grasping at straws. No, here. okay, no, no, no. That's that, the I, I, I like it. Just give me, uh, give me, give me half a moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're just essentially opening up that connection to your God and leaving it there. I'm just saying, turning, turning, turning the lights on. So once again, that, that connection is agonizing. Yeah, I got I it. I mean, just absolutely agonizing to the point where go ahead and give me a will save. Okay. I'm embracing it because I want to feel what my God feels. Mm-hmm. That is a 25. Oh. Okay. Well, so you, I mean, you're, you're okay. Mm-hmm. You're fine as far as, and nothing happens specifically to you rules wise. Mm-hmm. However, it hurts mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a kind of pain that you've never felt before. Mm-hmm. It's not like one thing hurts. It's everything about you is now agonizing, suffering. Every nerve ending and is pain. firing. Yes. It's just, and it's almost like a crushing weight. It's like you're being compacted somehow. Uh, and as that happens and you feel this, you don't notice it, Father Becker, but everybody else notices that the, the room trembles violently. Uh, just absolute shaking, not, no, not even not so much a tremor, to this point where like things are falling. Rocks are falling, cracks are forming in this room, and it's, it's, it's violent. Uh, you, you don't know how much more of this could take before you guys are having trouble uh, maintaining your footing. Uh, and it actually, the negative energy pool s- sloshing worse now. So it's, it's pretty dramatic. Okay. So that's what happens. All right. And but who's next? I'm planning to ride the storm until we... <laughs> Riders on the storm. Dun, 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 dun. Who's next? Goes to Sherian. So um, I'm going to attack the guy, the spider that's next to me on my right. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be a 22 to hit. That hits. Okay. Eight. That is going to be 23 damage. That, ouch. Okay. That okay. doesn't kill it? Nope. It's still up. I'm going to attack it again then. Four. Uh, uh, so uh, 18. That hits. Four. 17 points of bludgeoning. Oh, yeah. it, it's it's gone. And I'm going to spend my remaining action to move the spiritual weapon mm-hmm. and moving it up to the part of the like shielded area that they have going on there mm-hmm. where Entheol is and just have it just start spinning attacking, just keep on attacking. So it's a, it's attacking the edge of the pool there? Yeah. Yeah, and once again, so like there, you don't, it's not so much a force field, but as the attack comes in, some of that negative energy rises up to meet it. And it's almost like it's like a shield block, like you see it raising itself to to meet the attack. Uh, but that's what's happening. Okay. And who is next? Uh, it goes to Haytham. Okay, so it's how many feet of movement, or is it just an action to stand up? Yeah, it's just an that's action. Probably, yeah, that makes more sense. I'm gonna even give you the freebie, and because you had enough movement, you're in the next square. So the uh, the one ten feet away from me on the tail has he already been? Cut free or anything? Uh, that's the Dark Lancer that uh, Father Becker exposed. So the linen is pulled off. Still. Oh, yeah. he's still, That's the only one uh, in which the linen has been pulled off of uh, other than the one next to it that is gone. It's a goner. Yeah. So yes. those two have the linens, but this guy's still there. He just, uh, he's, uh, he's a Dark Lancer. Okay. Move 10 feet towards him, and uh, I'm going to stab him with the sickle. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'd probably say something, well, but I appear to be every nerve ending is is on fire right now. So. Go, go ahead and I roll just, it just I'm for thematic the, purposes. I'm assuming the daggers are part of it. I don't know. This may not. This may be make it worse. But if it helps, I had that thought. <laughs> so I mean. Yeah, oh, shit. That's a hell of a roll. That's a 26. That's the nope. one time. I'm sorry, that's a 27. That's the one time you crit. Oh, 28. Sorry. 28. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that, that would, that's easily a, a crit. So, oh, and by the way, your, your uh, sickle, as you do that, it becomes lies. searing hot. Ooh. And you, like, you sense, you also, like, feel a little bit, it, it's not enough to do damage to you, but you're like, wow, that's hot. Yeah. Um, as it, and as it runs across, and like you nick the guy right up the chest, Oof. and you actually even cut through one of the ropes as you do it. Uh, but that that guy's a goner. Okay, you, you it, you've seen enough wounds that you know that you just killed this man. Does anything happen? Like any well, any of that? Black good news is is no blood spilling out because you cauterized the room as <laughs> ago. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's a it's a vicious wound. Like you went down through rib cage, so this is this but is not like, like that black ichor being you, ripped out of him. You don't see any ritual aspects engaging at this moment. Now, there is blood. There is gore. Uh, that was a very vicious wound, <laughs> but you don't see the same effect as you saw in the others, so there seems to be no ritual aspects of uh, happening with this this guy dead. Okay, well, that was two actions. <laughs> big axe. Uh-oh. It's a big axe. Incidentally, that's how the blood splattered. It was pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> And I feel you're developing a taste for this. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? As Murder. Like the scythe. <laughs> so do you have an action left? Yes, I do. You can move to the next guy. <laughs> I mean, I'll move over to the next one. Part of an acrobatics check, your judge might let you yank the... Uh... You could actually get all the way to there. Uh, I'll something. do that. I had that thought. Because that one doesn't matter. Are you going to try to pull the linen off that one? I would, yes. Go ahead. Uh, you said it's an acrobatics too. Yeah. Sorry if my D6s are in the way, which I counted, by the way. There are 17 of them. Uh, <laughs> Seems God. excessive. That'd be a 10. Not enough. Oh, that's not quite enough. You you grab it, but you don't get to get a good yank on it. What if I don't move as far? Um, You're just going to go to there? Yeah. Sure, what the heck. I'll Yay. make the DC a little bit easier. Yes. This is just for me. Um, oh, God, you too? Just for him. <laughs> Well, I, there's a random number of what is around the room. So, oh. um, there is a, um, a female human-ish, maybe half elf. You can't hardly tell that quickly, um, but bound to it, you don't recognize them in any way. Any dark lancer trappings on her? You do not see any any specific markings. So here's the thing: up until now, the only one with a dagger out in them that we had seen so far, or the only one exposed that we had seen so far was a Dark Lancer. Mm-hmm. So it's entirely not possible Haytham may have thought, even if I, as a player, assumed they were, they were not all Dark Lancers, Haytham very well may have assumed they were all Dark Lancers and thinks about that one that just got incinerated, which shudders a bit. That's why you don't pull the sheet off. <laughs> <laughs> as far as you know, it's a Dark Lancer. No tattoo. And once again, there there has the... The loincloth and, uh, uh, you know, so the, the chest is exposed. Uh, you can see a lot of skin here. And you don't see any tattoos or real markings. This just looks like a, you know, middle, not middle-aged, but, you know, not young yeah. either. Female, okay. uh, human, that's, or maybe half-elf, somewhere in that range. That would be my turn. 
All right, uh, who's next? Because of the baddies. The bad guys. All right, so your buddy Entheo, it does this little trick again where he de- dematerializes, Ugh. rematerializes over here uh, and stabs this person is on towards the back side of the room uh, with one of his daggers. So once again, more effect starts to take place. Now you do notice one different thing that happens this time. He very much spots the redhead. Mm-hmm. Now he, he has this moment of, I don't want to say panic, but surprise to a certain degree where he looks over and he starts to reach for one of his daggers, grimaces, and then dematerializes and rematerializes back in the middle as if he was like making a decision. So I wonder if that means that he's going to rematerialize again next to her, which means if we could get over to her, we could try to get him whenever you, he... You leave that to me. Well, right. I'm just saying to the party, this, this may be the trick. Also, probably good if we tried to protect her. So, um, and incidentally, that's been on my mind the whole time. I'm good to be occupied. She, she sees it. She realizes the guy saw him. She, the, the, the gig is up. She's at, been pretty successful so far. At that point, Alder's like, go that way. Like, her right, mm-hmm. my left. So she, because she's been taking her actions on that turn, she just kind of stands up, uh, no longer trying to be stealthy, reaches underneath the linen and grabs the the figure and essentially tries to like grab an arm and throw it up over her shoulder almost like a fireman carry and i mean she gets it done uh, but you can tell she's lifting a lot and it is also looks like a human female uh also a fairly small figure so fortunately she is able to get up and starts to to move away and she's she's looking over at at you guys as to what's going on and is not quite you know she's, she's not quite sure but she is moving this direction with the with the, the do we see that there's an exit? Uh, you do. It, it's it's um, once again. This is all still kind of man-made, mm-hmm. so that is very much there's a, a pathway leading that way, another doorway. And maybe our you know just a metagame to a certain extent, but that may be our escape from this area that without having to go through the village. We'll find out. So this splashes this way. A couple of these over here. As it's training back in. It's splash a bit more. We're gonna do it like so. Negative energy is now rising, and you notice it's even rising faster uh, as now more and more negative energy to the point where, uh, Asherian, if you don't move on your turn, there's going to be negative. It's now like licking your toes. It's starting to take over this next set of squares. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've just been busy dealing with some spiders, you know. Fair enough. Oh, speaking of spiders, a couple more emerge from the negative energy. There's a couple more crawl out. That's my turn. Alder, I believe you're up next. We've got to get out of here, but Father... Bring the house down. We are going to uh, find out what happens at the conclusion of this combat and interesting encounter on the next episode of the Adventures of Alt podcast. Oh, fucking yes is what you call interesting. Nice. Mm-hmm.